With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How difficult has your life been up to now? Have you given a voice to the difficulties? It's time to break the silence. Temporary difficulties end and your response to them determine how you live life after your difficulties. So respond well and live. You are listening to the Patricia Adams Live radio show where we discuss life's difficult topics. Stick around. everybody, welcome. We hope to enlighten your mind and lighten your heart with each episode as we talk over difficult life topics. Help you find your voice and discover that there is life after difficulties. If this is your first time listening, thanks for coming. Come back often and feel free to add the episode to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Pat Adams Live. And the show's website, patriciaadamslive.com. All contact links are in the show notes, and the MP3 will be available after the episode for downloading. Now, let's get into the show. Again, hi, everybody. I want to thank you so much again for stopping by the Adams Live. We are always looking for special interest topics and special interest people to showcase and highlight. Because believe it or not, even though to you this may not seem like a difficult topic, in my opinion it is a difficult topic. And so that's why we are having on the spotlight today future medical leader, future doctor, Ms. Kiki Thomas. We want to welcome her to the show, and her father is also in the audience as well. So we will be talking with him, um, Mr. Ken Thomas. So in regards to why I say that this is a difficult topic, I say it because a lot of students, a lot of parents don't quite get to the place where Ms. Thomas has gotten. It wasn't easy. She had obstacles to overcome. She had many things that she had to move out of her way 
see them things that were of a mental nature, uh, mental nature where you have to shut your mind to do something. No one who sets out to do anything and do it well gets to just breeze through it. It costs something, and and in that cost is where I find the difficulty because many people won't pay the price to attain or to accomplish or to achieve the things that they are looking at or setting out in life. So when we get to this place and we have a young girl who is saying, you know, I want to do something different with my life other than what other people think I'm going to do or what I want to do. So this is this is where the, the road kind of parts because when you get to that place, that fork in the road of difficult decisions, difficult times, sometimes we veer to the left, sometimes we veer to the right, and we get off that path. But then other times we say, you know what, I'm not going to go left, I'm not going to go right, I'm going to keep going straight, I'm going to keep going ahead. And even though I see that there is this situation or this obstacle that may keep me from getting there, I'm willing to do that. So in future Dr. Thomas's mind, I believe that in order for her to have attained where she has attained at this young age in her life, she had to make a decision. Either she was going to prove people wrong who maybe didn't believe that she was going to be able to accomplish or attain, doubted her capabilities, doubted her abilities, and said, you know what, I'm going to do this. Not because of you, but I'm going to do this because of me, because this is what I want to do, this is what I want to have happen in my life. But in the process of getting to that place, I believe that when she got to that place, the things that began to open up for her were things that really weren't expected. And that's what happens because when you go through the preparation and when you have prepared yourself and the opportunity presents itself and you're prepared for the opportunity, then obviously you're able to walk into that next level. And I find for myself personally setting out personal goals for my own self looking at her life, and I'm thinking, if I had possibly that kind of fortitude, that kind of push from a parent that was protecting me, that was watching out for me, that was looking out for me, what difference that would have made in my academic life? I wasn't dumb. I'm not saying that, but I'm I'm, I'm looking at the possibilities of where she is right now and the opportunities that are going to present themselves to her as she continues to study and matriculate and grow and groom and prepare herself and focus on the task ahead of her, there are so many things that are opening up for her, so many opportunities that are being presented to her. But it's because she took the time to get prepared, she took the time to not lose her focus, she took the time to stick to what it was that she had determined in her mind she wanted. Now, sometimes to get to the things that you want, you have to go through some different steps and some different things. And I am impressed with her. I'm very impressed with her, impressed by her, and I'm hopeful for her, and I'm looking forward to all that she's going to do in her community, in her life, in her family's life. I want to be a part of that. So this is why she's on the Patricia Adams Live Show, because we are talking about life difficult topics. And to get to where she is right now, it did not come and it did not have 
difficulties. So nobody just wakes up and suddenly snaps. Something is just going to drop in your lap. Either somebody is moving something behind the scenes on your behalf, navigating things so that when this person comes along that has this potential or when this person comes along because I know them, then this door is going to open to them. And and I, oh, there was something that they had a study, and I, forgive me, Kiki, Dr. Kiki, if I have this wrong. So I don't know if you've already seen the study, but I think it was about Algernon. And basically it was a mouse in a maze. And so they would, you know, move the doors and the cheese around and to get the mouse to be stumped. And the when the mouse was able to remember the directions and everything like that and still find its way to the cheese, they rewarded it. So I, I don't remember all the details or whatever, but that kind of stuck in my mind as a child coming up and, and seeing that story. And that's what I think about. That That's exactly what I think about is that life is a maze at times. And sometimes you've got to remember some things. Sometimes you've got to forget some things. Sometimes you've got to study some things. So you have to make equations. You have to make assumptions. And you have to evaluate. And you have to make that decision. Okay, is this the right way? Is this the wrong way? Should I go here? Should I stay and wait? Because what if you arrive at a door that's supposed to be open and you get there too early, okay? Or you want to turn around and say, you know what, this must be the wrong way. Something inside of you has to go through a process of elimination and say, you know what, I tried that way, I tried that way, I tried that way. This is going to work. If I just wait and if I just stand still at this door, this door is going to open. I know this door is going to open. That takes determination. That takes fortitude. And that also means that you have to face some difficult topics because you have to face self-doubt. You have to face uh, the the people who don't want to believe in you, the people who jeer at you, the people who make fun of you, the people who ridicule you, the people who say, you know what, you need to stop chasing that dream because that's not going to happen, whatever. At some point or another, something clicks inside of all of us and we make a decision. We make either a quality decision or we make a poor decision. And so I have before us today someone that I believe had made several quality decisions and several quality choices that has brought her to this place. Now, I want you all to welcome to the show future doctor, Kiki Thomas. Okay? So... Let's hear from her. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Great. It's good to have you on the show. I'm so glad that you were able to stop by, you and your father. And I am so excited for you. I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm impressed by you and everything. And I just want you to know that this is just my effort. This is my way of showing you my support and what I believe will be a very prosperous future for you, and most definitely we want the people to get behind you. We want the people to get behind you because I believe that we really need to support our children. So how do you feel about everything so far? Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you for having me on your show and for believing in me and for my future dreams. But um, I... What was the question again? Sorry. 
Okay, mm-hmm. how do you feel about the way everything is going so far, the campaign, the social media, the fundraising, um, everything that we're setting out to do to get behind you, to be there, to push you if you need a push, to cheer for you if you need to be cheered, just motivate you, just to say, hey, you know, you're not alone, and we believe in you, and we're just going to just go with you as far as we can possibly go. So I want to just make sure that in the process of all of that, um, your focus, your determination um, coming up. I saw your schedule for the upcoming school year, and that is a major advanced schedule. <laughs> that is a major <laughs> advanced schedule. So um, well, I hear that. Yes, go ahead. Talk about it. whatever you want to talk about at this point. Well, in order to become a physician, I can't take mediocre classes. I have to be preparing myself for harder and more advanced things in the future because becoming a physician it's not just how smart you are, it's how well you are to be able to work under stressful conditions and under hardships. So I feel that if I take a hard load of classes my next year and for future years to come, that it's better preparing myself for tough days and long nights and hard, hard studying in medical school. That is so so awesome. Thank you. That is so awesome. I'm, I'm sitting out here and I'm smiling and I'm thinking like, wow, that is just so awesome. Great answer, great answer, great response. I am like, wow, I'm on cloud line. And I know this is, I, I go through these wow moments because it leaves me with a loss of words. And, and most people who know me, I don't normally come up with a loss of words when I want to express something. But you leave me sometimes just speechless with what you've done, what you've accomplished, and then when I ask you the question and the, the responses that you come back with, I mean, it's just absolutely amazing. So I am so, so pleased um, to have you on here. I want to tell the audience just a little bit more um, about this, and everything that I'm telling you is on the show page, okay? Um, there's also a press release that has been done that's been embedded into the show page. The campaign, the fundraising campaign website, has also been embedded into the show page. So for those of you who are not online via the Internet and you're listening to my phone, please have a pen and a pencil ready, and I'm going to uh, tell you where you can go to make donations, okay? So basically, if you will take down Kiki Thomas, Kiki is K-I-K-I, K-I-K-I Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S dot eventbrite.com, eventbrite, E. B E N T B R I T E dot com. That's Kiki Thomas dot Eventbrite dot com to make your donations um, with your uh, credit card, with your debit card. A receipt will be given to you at that time of your contribution. It will come to whatever email address you list, and it will definitely confirm that you have. So when you go out there, you're going to see. When you get to the fundraising website, one of the things that I want you to just pay attention to are all of the things that are listed on that page. There are instructions there to tell you what's going to happen and what you need to do. So, for instance, behind this campaign is PayPal. Any of you who have had access or familiarity with PayPal or you already have an existing account with PayPal, you want to... If you use that email address, PayPal will force you to log in, okay? So if you have another email 
account that you have not used with PayPal before, you should be fine making your donation as a guest. It's going to ask you for your particulars, okay, when you get out there, but we're not asking you for a whole lot of information, just the information that's required so that your donation can be processed securely, okay? But if you have had experience with PayPal and you have used it in the past and you go to use the email address that's assigned to that PayPal account, it will ask you to log in. So if you've forgotten your password, then you need to reset your password, okay? And then go in and make your donation. Once you get to the point of logging in with your PayPal credentials, then it will give you the option to pay by Visa, MasterCard, or whatever. It will not just ask you to pay with your PayPal card, okay? So you will have the options to pay with whatever tool you want to pay with. And I do believe that if you feel like you want to pay by uh, check or cash, uh, something like that, and you want to make the donation in a different way, we're looking into setting up a bank account for this campaign so that you can go directly to a local branch and make your donation that way. But in the meantime, we're encouraging you because we are needing to raise funds to get her there. So right now, uh, we're starting out at a benchmark of $5,000. We need to go be, uh, beyond $5,000, but this is our benchmark right now for $5,000 because the expenses to get to and from the Congress are the expenses that she will be having to come up with. So we want to help offset that for her, okay? So our show is going to be making donations as well. So we're not just going to make one donation. We're going to be making donations uh, throughout this campaign. But the one thing that I am encouraging you to do, please, 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 as you're listening to her, tell you about her experience. Keep in mind that this is a young woman. This is a young woman. She is still a teenager, and her aspirations and her expectations of the things that she wants to achieve and attain are all achievable and attainable because she believes it and because the opportunity is there for her to do it. So with that in mind, I want to factor in the fact that all of us at some point or another have needed someone to come along and help. Some of us got that help. Some of us didn't get that help. So for those of you who got the help, great. For those of you who didn't get the help, here's the opportunity to show into someone's life who did not get the help. And for those of you who did get help along the way, this is an opportunity for you to kind of pay forward or pay backwards, however you want to look at it. But this young lady is worth you making a donation to her campaign. Again, the donation website is kikithomas.eventbrite.com, okay? And, again, that information is on the show page. The press release is embedded on the show page of Patricia Adams Live, okay? The show will be available after we finish airing, within five minutes after the show completes, because we are on live right now. And you can download this episode as an MP3, and it will play as a music file in your phone. It will play on uh, Windows Media Player. It will play in iTunes, and it's also going to be... Um, sent over. It's going to be transferred over to iTunes automatically. So for those of you who are have an iTunes account, you'll be able to access the store. So uh, access uh, access the show, excuse me. So all you have to do is when it says podcast, search on, click on podcast and type in Patricia Adams Live, three words, Patricia Adams Live, L-I-V-E, and when it comes up, it will give you a box saying subscribe. So subscribe to the show and you will be able to get this podcast, okay? So now let's um, 
tell you just a little bit more about what's going on here with Kiki. All right, so we are supporting her and we're honoring her uh, with the opportunity that she's been afforded. She has been named a scholar at the Congress of Future Medical Leaders that will be held in Washington, D.C. in February 2014. She was selected to represent her high school and the state of Texas, and once she arrives, she will also be able to compete to compete now, to compete for $185,000 college scholarship. So because of her high academic standing, her leadership potential, her desire to enter the medical profession, and one of her teachers nominated her. And so because of all of these components, she was ready, she was prepared, and all of these things fell into place. And here we have future doctor Kiki Thomas headed off to the Congress of Future Medical Leaders. And I just, you know, think that that's just absolutely something that we need to get behind. So once she gets there, the Congress will mentor and help her succeed and accomplish her dream. So we want to do our part to help her as members of her community, her family, and her friends. So with that in mind, remember, please, make your donations to her campaign, ccthomas.centbright.com. So... With this opportunity, you're going to directly impact her life um, as a future medical leader. And also with that, we want you to know some of the Nobel Peace Prize winners who are going to be mentoring Kiki while she's there. Five Nobel Peace Prize winners will be mentoring her, starting with our 2006 winner, Dr. Craig Mello, and with the 2008 Nobel Peace Prize winner, our winner, sorry, Dr. Martin Chaffee, Chalfie, C-H-A-L-F-I-E, 2008, Dr. Martin Chalfie, Nobel Peace Prize winner, 2009, Dr. Thomas A. Seitz, um, 2010, Dr. Susan Lindquist, 2011, Dr. Bruce Butler. So she is going to be standing on the shoulders of these five Nobel Peace Prize winners, and she's going to be able to entertain them, speak to them, and talk to them in her own words and share with them how she believes that she will be able to make a difference in the field of medicine. She's already got their attention, so now she's going to get there and she's going to share that, okay? So we want to get her there. We want her to be fresh. We want her to be prepared and well-rested and not having to stress about what she is going to eat on the way, how she's going to get there, will she have, you know, the things that she needs in order to get there. We want her to get there safely and comfortably, okay? So, again, I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to say it several times throughout the show. Please show your support. Donate to kikithomas.eventbrite.com, the fundraising campaign for our future medical leader that we are hosting here on the show. So this fundraising event is going to help her to and from the Congress. Once she comes back from the Congress, there are going to be special things that she's going to have to participate in as she is matriculating through high school. Once she gets out of high school, she's going to be going out to college. There's going to be expenses. There's going to be books and everything. But we're going and we're sending her there with the belief that when she goes up there and she's going to wow these judges, that $185,000 scholarship is hers. Something good is waiting for her besides just meeting these five Nobel Peace Prize winners. So I want you to believe that with me because that's what I'm believing for her. And we want her to be able to get through high school, get through college, and set up private practice without all of the stresses that so many other young people have 
when they go through medical school, being piled up with debt. If we can help one young woman not be in debt for education, then we have made a huge difference because she's going to touch so many lives. So, Kiki, um, do you know exactly what field of medicine you're interested in right now? Yes, ma'am. I'm interested in intensive care and in specific trauma surgery. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God. That is phenomenal. That is absolutely phenomenal. We had not had that conversation um, prior to. We talked uh, prior to the show a couple of times, and I didn't get into that. And the reason why I didn't ask you that um, before is because I really wanted just to hear it for the first time. So no surprises here. I did not know what her field was. So this is not somebody who is taking an easy path. She has a very difficult path ahead of her. These are some very, very serious and high-demand fields of medicine. Anybody who's yeah. ever had to go through intensive care, is that right? Actually, Miss Patricia, um, in the next coming years, there will be as many as 150,000 primary care doctors in shortage, and this is largely due to people doubting themselves to become physicians or not having the finances to become them because it's not cheap. It's very expensive. Actually, I will be going through 16 years of college along with residency, and that will accumulate to be about $500,000 worth of debt. So this is my dream, and I'm willing to put myself through this and living very very um, inexpensively until I'm able to provide more for myself as I'm paying back all this debt. But it'll all be worth it when people are coming to me to save their lives. That's what I'm going for. That's all the reason why I want to be a surgeon is because I want people to be able to entrust me with their lives. I want them to be able to look at me and see a second chance. Are you trying to make me cry? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now you heard it from her mouth. Okay, she is saying to you, our listening audience, talking to you, sharing with you some more insight into what she knows is facing her. Not just the difficulties she's already come through, but the difficulties ahead. Sixteen years. 16 more years, okay? Some of us give up way sooner than that. 16 more years, and she is looking at it as if it's just a matter of fact. It's what I have to do in order to get where I want to be. So I just like, wow, that's phenomenal because with that type of mindset, with that type of fortitude, with that kind of determination, and above all, I hear a passion in what she's saying. She's not doing it for the money because she's aware. She's counted up the cost. She's counted up the cost. It's going to be $500,000 roughly to accomplish what it is that she wants to do. And all I'm asking you to do here at Patricia Adams Live is help make this dream possible. Help her not carry that burden of debt, okay? This campaign will not end after this show. 
I intend to run this campaign as long as possible. Okay. So, but in the meantime, we need some upfront contributions. A lot of you guys who will listen to this show, you can make a $5,000 contribution right now. One time, we don't have to beg or anything, and we're not begging. We're simply putting it out there to you that this young woman is worth you putting out money to donate. We will take whatever you have to give. But whatever you have to give, I hope that you will realize that one day you may look up and meet her as a surgeon. And you can honestly look and say, you know what, I help make this possible. I help make this possible. Will she know you face-to-face, you know, because she didn't meet you face-to-face? But being able to say, you know what, I remember your campaign, I remember you talking about what your dreams and aspirations were, but never in my wildest dreams that I think I would look up and be looking at your name on your jacket as a young woman that I once showed support for. Because you never, never know. And, and I remember when Dr. Charles Drew, this was a physician who was brilliant ahead of his time. He was looking to ways as a surgeon, as a heart surgeon, to save people. And he was able to save many people. But when it became his turn to need to utilize the same thing that he had invented to save other people, he was denied that service. We don't live in that time anymore. But we're not that far from when that happened. The one thing that I can say is that whatever invention, whatever idea, whatever concept, whatever procedure may come from her studies, then that's something that will be utilized by people, not just coming to her for surgical procedures, but it will be utilized by doctors and physicians all across the world, all across the world. Because medicine is a global profession. It is not just in the state of Texas. It's by many states. It's by many continents. And even goes to the moon and beyond. So do your part. Do the very best that you can to come alongside of this young woman and show her your support. Again, her fundraising campaign website can be found at kikithomas.eventbrite.com. Any information that you would like to get on being able to share this information, you can send the URL to your distribution list and ask other people to help support. We have created flyers for her in color, and they are also embedded, and you can get that information and download that information, okay, and basically spread it, spread the word, spread the word uh, to whomever you know. Do your part. If you don't have $5,000, at, at just sitting around that you want to donate, you don't have $5 that you have that you just want to donate. If you have nothing, you have time. So with that, with your time, take this information. Take that URL. Take the information off of the fundraising website. Take the showcase URL and send it to your distribution list and say, hey, I listened to this young woman talk about her dreams and about her aspirations and I believe that we should do something to help. Those of you who have your fraternities, your sororities, uh, your societies, whatever, 
we are asking you for your support, your, your local churches, your local schools, your private schools, your public schools. We're asking you for your support because the competition is going to be shipped. She is representing her high school and the state of Texas. Do you know how many high schools are in the state of Texas? I don't, but I know that there's a lot. So within every single state, someone has attained this invitation to go to the future Medical Leaders Congress. There are multiple candidates who have been invited up to be chief in the state of Texas. This happens to be our young lady who's going to represent our high school in our state of Texas. But with that in mind, she's your young lady, and she's representing your state if you live in the state of Texas. If you don't live in the state of Texas, she is representing a portion of the United States of America. And if you are a citizen or a non-citizen of the United States of America, if you're in the United Kingdom and you're hearing this broadcast, wherever you are, Asia, China, I don't care where you are, at some point or another, you don't know if the procedure that she may come up with might be what is going to be used to save your life. So they say, hey, you're a fireman, you're a policeman, um, and as if your life depended on it. Well, we're not asking you to pay her, but we are asking you to make her way a little bit easier, okay? So I'm going to keep on saying it because I want you to go there. I want you to take action. I don't want you just to hear me. I want you to do something about it. Let's make something happen. Go to that website, make a contribution, make a donation, send the URL to the fundraising campaign site, send the show page URL so people can hear from her directly to your social media. Tweet it, um, send it out to whatever social media you have so that we can get her to and from the Congress and to and through 16 years of college that she has to do without so much debt. It would be lovely if she didn't have any debt when she got out of school. But whatever we can do, that's what I want us to be able to do. And some of you sitting out here, I don't know who you are, but you know what? You might just have $500,000, or you might know somebody who knows somebody where she's headed at. And we can already make this a done deal You say, you know what? I know somebody who will offer her a medical, a free ride at XYZ University, XYZ dot or whatever. You know, get it done. Get it done. That's all I'm asking you to do um, is just to get it done. Okay, those of you who are already in practice, she told you the area of medicine that she wants to be in, um, hey, okay, you know what it's like to have to pay back your student loans. Some of you are still paying. Some of you haven't even started paying. But if you can do something to help somebody else, you're actually helping yourself. So we're all what I call seed farmers. We all are sowing one way or another, you're either sowing good seed or you're sowing bad seed. Either way it goes, you're going to reap a crop, you're going to reap a harvest. And if you have an opportunity to sow a seed and reap an excellent harvest, now is one of those times. You know, we give so much money to so many different places to help people that we've never even heard from, never ever heard their voice or anything, never heard them talk about anything. This is not something that we just made up. You can go out to the website, and it's futuredocs, F-U-T-U-R-E-D-O-C-S.com, and it will tell you more about the Congress. It will tell you more about, 
you know, who is actually behind it, what its purpose is, and everything. This is not a scam. This is not a fly-by-night thing. We here at Patricia Adams Live believe in her dream. We believe in her. We believe in the program that is honoring her and is also pouring into her. And I just cannot imagine you not being moved to do something. As if this was your own child, your own niece, your own nephew, your your next door neighbor's child. Could be. You don't know. But the thing of it is, is that if you saw somebody hungry and you walked past them and you had an opportunity to do something for them, shame on you. And maybe you'll say shame on them for being hungry. You know, I don't know what they did to get there. But she's not hungry. She has a father who's taking care of of those needs, okay? She's not hungry. We're not begging. We're simply saying to you, be a part. Be a part of the plan. Be a part of her process. Be a part of her future, okay? Kiki, do you have some other things that you'd like to share with the guests? Um, would you like to know why I chose trauma surgery? For sure. I chose trauma surgery because I'm intrigued by not knowing what's going to come through the door, by not knowing what to expect. It's a sort of challenge. It's, like, intriguing. It's very – I don't know how to explain it. That's how much passion I have for it. I really look forward to doing it, and surgery has always been one of my preferences and one of the reasons why I want to go into the medical field, the human body is absolutely outstanding. It's amazing how a whole bunch of tiny little cells come together and form something great. And the things that we can do, it's just mind-blowing once you really break it all down to a science. So that's the reason why I chose trauma surgery. I'm going to share something, you know, really kind of personal because I want people to understand and if you've never gone through trauma you won't get it you really really won't get it okay but um for me personally and and perhaps you can understand something of what i'm saying when i say this to you is that i presented to an emergency room a couple years ago in a near-death experience myself and to make it even harder I was not even in the state of Texas. I had traveled outside of the state of Texas, so I was not um, in a place in terms of where I knew a doctor or anything like that. I presented at a local hospital, and I had basically lost almost all of my blood, and I was down to four pints of blood, and I didn't know. I didn't know it. I just knew that I was in trouble. And when I walked in, um, unable to really stand up, and they put me in a wheelchair, and they looked at me, and it was like all the the normal things that they send you through. They tried to send me through them, and when they looked at me again, before I knew it, I was in the back. And the next thing I knew, I had doctors, and I had surgeons, and I had all kinds of technicians just surrounding me, and um. Before I knew it, they had rushed me from one room to the next and the next room and the next room and the next room, and they had come back with all of these results, and they had typed my blood, and they were like, okay, you know, 
we can't even begin to figure out what's going on with you until we give you blood. So we've got to admit you, and we hope you don't have any problem receiving blood because if you have a problem receiving blood, you're gone. So I had a decision to make, and I made that decision prayerfully, trusting God to do what was best for me. And I accepted what they said, and I believed God was with me the whole time, and I asked God to lead and guide these people to make sure that they were making the proper diagnosis, that they were doing what they needed to do, and that whatever they ran up against that presented a problem for them, that God would give them the insight and the wisdom to be able to solve what was going on with me. And when the next thing I know, I, I knew that I was out. Um, I had blood and tubes and machinery and everything plugged up to me. And when I came to, I was still out of it. And I know that I had people standing around me looking at me with big eyes and shocked and, and mouths hanging open. And I was like, okay, why are these people staring at me like this? And they rushed me into surgery. But it took overnight for them to get enough blood into me so that they could even operate. The doctor said, you have four pints of blood. It will probably take two pints of blood that possibly will be lost during surgery. And so if I lose two and you only have four, you have two and you're gone. I will lose you on the table. So they got enough blood in me, and, you know, like she said, I lost two. And what they added to me, and then they performed the surgery, brought me back to my room, and basically watched me. But even though these surgeons were there, I mean, it was like a team of nine surgeons on hand. I mean, the whole the whole team everybody was able to do something um, if they needed to do it and step in because that's just how bad it was. So that's another thing that makes me want to make sure that you reach your goal because had it not been that these people had reached their goal and they had paid the price and suffered through their difficulties and did not give up, maybe we wouldn't be having this interview today. You think? So, yes. I, you know, I, I'm just giving the highlights on that. But when I tell you that it was past the point of that because um, I lost my color and the doctors were looking at me like, you know, are you serious? Uh, why does she not have any color in her face? Yeah. And, and for weeks after this whole thing happened, they kept monitoring my color. And I didn't know that they were monitoring my color until the doctor released me. And no one told me that I had lost my color because, you know, obviously I was not concerned with what color I had or didn't have. I was simply trying to get well. And I know that those people took very good care of me. They made me feel so um, significant, you know, that they weren't just treating me and saying, okay, well, now you're on. I mean, they literally nurtured me back to health. And that takes more than just somebody who's interested in dissecting and opening and cutting somebody up. It takes somebody with a heart of passion, with compassion, and with empathy for someone else. 
So I wanted to say this, Scott. Did anything in your life happen that you experienced, that you saw, that you witnessed, that pointed you in this direction, or is this just something that out of all the fields of medicine that you thought about, you chose this one? Well, when I was younger, I wanted to be a veterinarian because I had a passion for animals too, but then going into high school really opened my eyes to that I care for humans far more, and the human body is just far more interesting than any animal is. And from there, I've always liked dissection, and I've always loved biology. And really, when we did our dissecting lab, I was thinking, imagine if I could do this to a human body and save lives. So I basically just chose trauma surgery because it's just it's just a very interesting topic and it's very amazing to see how the body can react to such events and how it can hold itself together long enough for help in some cases. So that was really go ahead. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, that that was really hard. <laughs> okay. So when you're dissecting the animals that you have to be used during biology class, I mean, is there a particular organ that, that you lean more towards, or is it all of the organs? It's everything. Okay. The whole thing interests me, the whole thing. So for and those all the bones who work together. Yeah. I'm sorry, what did you say? No, you know. And and when you said that, I didn't mean to cut you off because I thought you had finished, and so I apologize. So if you want to continue, you know, please go ahead. Oh no, I'm finished. Okay. Um, I, I want to kind of put some emphasis on this. Is that she's not talking about being a heart surgeon. She's not talking about being um, what do you what do you want to call it? Um, a surgeon that that deals with uh, certain organs, and I get I can get the time for it. But basically, is that anybody who takes on just the whole human body, that's a whole lot of study. Because if you isolate it and say, you know what, I only want to work on the heart, I only want to work on the brain, I only want to work on the liver, I only want to work on the pancreas, I only want to work on the spleen, I only want to do that, then, you know, your whole focus is, is there. But to be able to master the human body, that's a lot of intensive study. That's a lot of books. That's a lot of testing. That's a whole lot of time. And I just, again, want to say to you, should she be worried about how she's going to pay for this? And, 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 you know, I can hear people, the naysayers, and saying, you know what, well, I had to pay for it, blah, 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 so why shouldn't she? Now, then I'm not talking to you. I'm sorry, you know. Maybe I'll convert you later on over in the show. Maybe something will be said to change your mind. But if at this point you listen to the show thus far and that's what you think and that's what you are wanting to say in response to our request to help support this young lady, then I'm not talking to you. Okay? This is not for you to be a part of. But if you are that person who says, you know what, I've listened to her. She's articulate. She's bright. She has her head on her shoulders. She has aspirations. She has direction. She has focus. I want to be that person who comes behind her like 
the storybook says, the little engine that could. She's getting ready to go up an incline, and we have the ability to be the caboose behind her, the capacity to be the caboose behind her to make sure that she's not just chugging along, but she has somebody pushing behind her saying, we got you. You're who I'm talking to. Do something, make something happen to help this young lady get not just to the top of the hill, but over the hill and to her destination, okay? So go to her fundraising website, kikithomas.eventbrite.com, K-I-K-I-T-H-O-M-A-S dot eventbrite, E-V-E-N-T-B-R-I-T-E dot com. Make your contribution, make your voice heard, make your support known, and be a caboose that gets behind this young woman and help her get to her destination. Now, the one thing that I want to say or ask you, Kiki, basically, is that along the way, you have your parents, right? And how important has it been to have your parents, your, your mother, your father, they're supporting you. How has that made a difference in your life? How how has that helped you get from elementary school and into this, you know, you went through uh, middle school and on to, on to high school, but to come to this point and enter into this with this mindset, how important has that been for you? I mean, because if you look around at some of your other classmates who maybe had similar opportunities or had similar dreams and aspirations and maybe they did not get to this point, how how huge has that been in your life? Well, both of my parents have been very active in my life. Even though they kind of didn't get along by the time I was, say, six or so, they have always come together when it came time to me and they overcome their differences and they've always made an impact in my life. I mean, I wasn't always as set forward as I am now because I used to be not so good in school, and I was kind of going down the wrong track when I was in middle school. But my dad, he really pushed me, and he was like, you don't want to live the way that your mother and I have lived. You want to do better for yourself. And that really opened my eyes and made me want to pursue a better life for myself. So that's when I really started to get my stuff to get my stuff together. I became um, a all A student. I was on the honor roll my last year in middle school and leading into my high school years. I am a rank in the top 15% of my class of 500 kids. I go to a very competitive high school. I have a 4.7 GPA. I have already started looking at certain colleges that I want to go to. I'm just, and all of that's thanks to my parents. My mom is a nurse, and she always comes home and she tells me stories of what goes on in the hospital and all these different things that happen, and it's always been interesting to me. I always go to her and ask her how her day has been at work, and she tells me, and I'm thinking, wow, that's going to be me one day. Because by the time I graduate high school, in the courses that I'm taking, I'll be a pharmaceutical technician, and I will have a assistant nurse license and my CPR license. 
and that's all thanks to the helping hand, I guess, my parents lend to me and their dedication and me having a greater future. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's really awesome. And that's the difference when I say being the caboose, you know. Um, you've got so many different parts. And I, I know I keep coming back to this analogy of the train, but it just reminds me of a story that I used to share um, with my child, you know, the little woman they could, and that was their favorite story. And that just changed my mind because on the front cover of that book, you see that engine, uh, that train trying to get over the hill, the, the position of it, and then you see the caboose is, you know, right there behind it, but you've got all the other compartments in between. So... Whatever you can do, whatever you can do, please, please, please be a part of her journey to make sure that she gets to her destination and not just get to her destination. I mean, because so many of us get to our destination and we're so tired from the journey, from the process, that we sometimes just faint, <laughs> just, just absolutely faint because there, it, there is such a thing as getting to your destination and not having the strength to get off the train, to unpack, to set up shop and all of that. And I know that for a fact. I know that personally I've been there, lived through it, done it. And it took people coming alongside of me. And in my case, total strangers came alongside of me. When I reached my destination and I did not have what it took to unpack, to set up shop, if you would, to really, really, really wrap my mind around where I was, what I needed to do, how I needed to do. And I remember the kindness of those people that did not know me but saw my heart, saw my passion, and they were there for me. God sent those people my way to be there for me. Some of them became my friends. Some of them did not. But nevertheless, they were there for me. And I know that they were there for me because I've been there for other people. So it goes back to, again, what I said about we're all farmers. We're all sowing seed at some point or another, and you're going to reap that harvest. Good seed, bad seed, all of it creates a harvest. And I've sown enough good seed in my life that I believe that when I got to that place and I was too exhausted and too tired, to unpack when I got to my destination and to set up shop, that people came alongside of me as I have come alongside so many other people in my life and helped me unpack, helped me set up shop. And when I when I say these things, I know that I'm talking in an analogy or whatever, but just to give you just an idea that when I was released from the hospital to recover. I was not allowed to fly. I was not allowed to drive. I was not allowed to do anything uh, for myself. I could not climb stairs or anything. And where I was at, out of state, um, they lived uh, three flights of stairs, and I could not do that. And there was a major, major hotel chain. A general manager came alongside of me and my family and offered to put me up in a hotel suite, free of charge, until I was recuperated and released from the doctor's care. 
I had shown seeds for that. I, I wasn't like somebody that they were having just pity on or mercy on or whatever. I had shown seeds for that, and I believe God that I had shown the seeds. And so when I needed help, there was somebody there for me. And that is why I am still encouraged to continue to sow the seed into others' lives. It's because you never know when you're going to need that extra push. So even after that, after being released and coming back home to Texas, I faced difficulties when I came back, Vicki. Uh, you know, I had a mother that was in the final stages of dying. I had to go through that. I had to go through uh, so much loss so much everything and didn't have the strength for any of it. But it wasn't the people that I knew that came to my rescue. It was always strangers. And I, let me clarify that. I mean, there were some, there, there were like, it was kind of like a weeding away. So, so I'm saying this to you because as you go further in life, there's going to come a weeding away. That There's going to be some people that, you have to let go of. There are going to be some people who you're going to have to embrace. But just remember in the scheme of things is that when you're headed where you're headed, you have to make sure to travel light, pack wisely, um, and be prepared. Be prepared to have people walk away from your life. It will hurt, but it will be for the good. It will be for the better because somebody else is going to come along right when you need them the most to make sure that you get that. So never ever get so discouraged when somebody walks away that you feel like your world is going to crumble because somebody else is going to come along and somebody is going to be there for you. And don't hold on to them too tight because sometimes they only come for a season and when that season is up, they're gone. And when they're gone, somebody else is going to come. And I'm sure you've already experienced that already in your life. But just know that as you take this journey and you go further and further and further and further, just know that no matter what, somebody is going to always come through somewhere for you because people like myself are going to be praying for you. People like myself are going to be that caboose. Make sure that you get to that next place. May not, may not be physically there with you, but having knowing that our presence is there. There have been so many other people that I know of. For instance, Mr. King, uh, Savage King, uh, told me about you and told me he was just bragging about you. He says, I've known her since she was a baby, and I'm so proud of her. I'm so excited for her. And he says, I wanted you to see this. I wanted to share this with you because I believe that if I share this with you, you are going to think of something. And when I, I read the letter that came from the Congress, I read um, your class schedule that's coming up, and I was thinking, like, this is something that I want to be a part of. It was like just sight unseen. I was like, I, I've got to do this. I mean, I told him, I said, do whatever you have to do to arrange it so that we can connect. So just like that, one person who had been admiring you has been there said, you know what, let's pass this information on. And he's continued to pass information on, and I've passed information on. So you are all over the Internet right now, my dear. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we believe, we believe that you can achieve, and 
again, listening now, listening later, listening in the future. Support Kiki Thomas. I'm saying it as if she's running for class president. I'm saying if she's running for the president of the United States. I'm saying this is if she's running for the president of the medical board. Whatever, we want you to support Kiki Thomas. KikiThomas.eventbrite.com. K-I-K-I dot Thomas. I mean, I'm sorry, KikiThomas.eventbrite.com. K-I-K-I-T-H-O-M-A-S dot eventbrite.com. Information is on the show page. Um, even if you can't remember Kiki Thomas, go to eventbrite.com and search on Kiki Thomas, okay, K-I-K-I Thomas, and she will come up. So if you can't remember the whole URL and you aren't writing this down, just go to Eventbrite, or better yet, go to Google and Google Kiki Thomas and Eventbrite, and it will come up because the search engines have searched on it, the press release and everything, and it comes up in the results. I've searched it myself. So Kiki Thomas comes up when you put it in there, and um, Future Medical Leader and Eventbrite, it all comes up. And if you put in Patricia Adams Live, it will bring up the show page URL as well if you forget where you heard this at, okay? So, again, we are talking to Future Dr. Kiki Thomas, okay? And you heard her say that she is interested in uh, intensive care and trauma care. And the reason why we have her on the show is because we want to show her our support and we're honoring her for the opportunity that has been afforded to her to be named a scholar at the Congress of Future Medical Leaders that will be held in Washington, D.C. this February. She was selected to represent her high school and the state of Texas, and she will be able to compete for $185,000 college scholarship. And you heard her say that her expenses she has calculated will be a half million dollars. So I, I want to put it in those terms instead of saying 500000 I want to put it half a million dollars, okay? Because if she has to get student loans, if she has to go into any kind of debt, just remember that when she gets out of school, she still has interest on those loans, okay? So, again, Kiki Thomas, named as a scholar at the Congress of Future Medical Leaders that will be held in Washington, D.C. this February, who wants to have her field of study on intensive care and trauma, I want you to get behind her, okay? Get behind her any way you can. If you don't have $5, if you don't have a dollar, you can spare some time. So we value your time. Whatever you can do, forward the URL from this show, for URL from the campaign website, uh, tweet about her, tweet the show, Facebook the show, Instagram the show, whatever you do, you can follow us at Pat Adams Live on Twitter, and you can get the URL that way and retweet the URL that way. You can go out onto Facebook, Patricia Adams Live, and you can get the information from there. Matter of fact, if you have a website, if you have a website, you can go and you can embed get the code for this show, Patricia Adams Live, and take that code and embed it into your webpage, and it will play this every time somebody comes to your website, to your page, it will play this show, okay? So there is so much that you can do, and to me, your time is money, and we value your time. Make a difference. Be a part of this young woman's life from afar because you never know. You may end up in the emergency room. I wasn't planning on being 
in the emergency room, especially not out of state, okay? But I was. And someone who had pursued and persevered and matriculated and studied and obviously knew what they were doing was there to come and help save my life so that I could have this opportunity to interview Kiki. Wow. So it all comes full circle. Somebody sowed a seed somewhere, and a harvest got me somewhere. So you may not be the person putting in the sickle and reaping that harvest today, but you may be tomorrow. So why not make an investment in her life? She's doing her part. She has the high academic standing. She has the leadership potential. She's articulate. She has the desire. She has the compassion. She has the support of her school. She has the support of her teachers. And she has the support of the state of Texas. So the least we can do is get on the train and help put her as far as she needs to go. Okay? So once she gets to the Congress, she'll be mentored. And she will be monitored throughout her high school and her college matriculation. And we know that she's going to do her part, so we want to do our part. So the donations, when you go to the website, are going to be processed via PayPal. So if you have an existing account with PayPal and you use that email address, you're going to be required to log in with your PayPal credentials. If you've never used PayPal before, you will be allowed to make your contribution by going through the guest login, okay? Once you log in either as a former or a current member of PayPal or a guest of PayPal, you will be given options to make your donation via Visa, MasterCard, Discover, on, on, on. And you can even use your PayPal card, whatever you want to do at that point, and make your donation. And once you do that, you should receive in the email address that you provided a receipt, a confirmation of your contribution to this campaign, okay? So this campaign is not a 501c3 designated at this point. Who knows? We may take it there. But in the meantime, this is a grassroots fundraising campaign, and you've given to smaller things, more insignificant things, I'm sure, in your life than this, okay? Um, so this is significant, this is monumental, and this is serious. And you should seize this opportunity to directly impact the future medical leader that we have on the show, Dr. in training, Kiki Thomas, okay? So she told you, Kiki, what did you say your DPA was again? A 4.7. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Hmm? No, no, no. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking to the listening audience. Did you hear what her GPA is? Okay. Say it again for me, would you? It's a 4.7. 4.7. Now, let me just drop some knowledge on you, okay? I went out to futuredocs.com. It's F-U-T-U-R-E-D-O-C-S.com. All she had to have was a 3.5, and everything else that she needed, the nomination, the potential, everything, she needed that. But at a minimum, she needed a 3.5. So she is not doing the minimum. She's doing her best. She's doing 
4.7. That's way more than 3.5. So you know that you're not just making a difference or a contribution to somebody's life who's just doing just enough to make it. Her mind is made up. She has the mindset to do more than what is required. That's leadership. Anytime you are faced with anything in life and you do more than what is required, that's called leadership. But above that, when other people see it, it's called potential. So potential met an opportunity. And now we have success. And, and what, when I want to think about success, I think about ignition. You know, it's like turning over to bam, the car is going to move. Uh, turning on the plane, the engine in the plane, and going down the runway, lifting off in the air, sending that aircraft to wherever it needs to go, sending that space shuttle to wherever it needs to go. It requires combustion. It requires an engine. So back to the analogy of the train. Train needs an engine and also needs a caboose. So you can pick where you want to be at in the train, on the train, whatever. I don't really care where you are on the train as long as you're on the train. Okay? So this is not the uh, $5 line, the $6 line, the $7 line, the $1,000 line. If you have the money, if you have the connections, that's your contribution. If you have the time, that's your contribution. Because if you are a person at some point or another, you're going to need a position. And you're going, especially trauma. Do you know how many people need trauma care? She just told you that there is going to be, what, a shortage of how many, 150000 or more? Did you say that, T.T.? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So what if the hospital you go to has no one there to treat you, and you just lay there on a gurney and expire and get cut off and shipped out, stuffed, embalmed, cremated, scattered, whatever. Your opportunity to do anything in life is over. If you know that sometimes things come up, and it's always good to know that when this happens, that there's not going to be a shortage of what we need. We are human beings in a human body in a world that is fragile. And at some point or another, whether you're there to deliver a baby, whether you're there for whatever, you're going to need to go to a hospital. And you better hope that the person who is working on you did more than just get by. Because there are a whole lot of people out there who are surgeons who did just enough to pass, just enough to get their credentials, just enough to get by. But this young woman is doing more than what is required of her. She's giving it her best. So what do you think I'm going to say next? I don't know, but I am going to say 
go to kikithomas.eventbrite.com. If you didn't guess I was going to say that, well, there it is, kikithomas.eventbrite.com. Donate your money, donate your time, whatever you can do, let's make this happen for her, okay? She is leaving to go to D.C. in February, but before February comes, she has expenses leading up to this event. After the event, she has expenses coming back from the event. Once she gets into her studies, she's going to have additional expenses that she's going to need. Let's make this happen. Her mom, her father are doing their part, okay? Let's do our part because you never know. She just might have to operate on it. Wow. So what is it that excites you about being nominated to the Congress? Well, it was very surprising to me when I found out because, I mean, out of so many students who are in the medical classes at my school, they only, well, as far as I know, they only chose two of us, me and a close friend of mine. So it's very exciting to go to Washington and represent my school along with one of my close friends. And it's a big motivator. It it, it shows me that if I do work hard, I can achieve great things, such as going to Washington and being there with other representatives from different high schools across the nation. In order, and I'm also going to be able to compete for a scholarship, which is another great factor of being nominated to go. So going to Washington will be an experience of a lifetime, and I'm only going to be able to do this once. So I'm hoping that in the future, instead of just being an average person, that I can be something greater. I can be one of those Nobel Peace Prize winning doctors standing up there and giving scholarships to other children who are once in my place. That's you the reason. You go, girl. <laughs> well, I'm excited to go. And I'm excited too. I was like, I I am so visual. I am so visual. I was I was there. I was I was I was there watching you on the stage being a Nobel Peace Prize winner, and then in turn being one of those people at the Congress and awarding a scholarship. I, I'm like I'm just all in. I'm serious. I am I am so on board. <laughs> I am so on board. So, um, wow. I just, I'm serious. You you leave me looking for words. You really leave me looking for words. It just, I am, I am inspired. I am inspired. I am encouraged that our future, our nation is in good hands. Uh, you represent us um, as people well. Um, you represent your parents well. You will represent your school well. You will represent the state of Texas well. You will represent your community and your teachers and your family and your, your, your friends near and far. And you will represent the Congress well. And I know that um, Dr. Butler, Dr. Susan Lindquist, Dr. Stites, Dr. Martin Chalfie, uh will not will not forget you anytime soon. 
and I believe I left off somebody, and I apologize for that because I know there's five of them, and I called out four. But what I hope that those of you who have been listening, those of you who will be listening, have heard something in this young woman that has inspired you, that has even encouraged you, maybe even motivated you to get something done in your life that you postponed, that you've been thinking about doing, and you felt like your time had passed you. The only time your time is up is when you're in the grave. And one of the wealthiest pieces of real estate there is in any state is the cemetery. How many people are buried, how many people have been cremated whose dreams, whose passions went unfulfilled? I know that I can count on two hands and probably both of my feet some people that I know of that have died without achieving and accomplishing their goals. And I don't want to be one of those. It's like when I go finally leave this place, this planet, I want to be so empty of every gift, every talent, every possibility, every concept, every idea, every invention, every innovation that I was supposed to put out into the universe, out into the world at large to make the world a better place. That's what I want to do. I don't want to just be, you know, it's like there are just some people who are just okay with just being. I, I never, ever, ever want to just be just exist, just get by, just keep it moving. You know, it's like I always wanted to make a difference. And I know that I'm making a difference. I'm still reaching for some things. I'm still aspiring for some things. Um, You know, you may just be looking at me and thinking, you know, she's going to be like 70 years old and go to medical school. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? As long as my mind is functioning, I just want to do whatever it is that I can do. So I I have no limits on myself, and I don't believe you have any limits on yourself. Um, And I just recognize that I I want to support and be a part of that any way that I can. And I hope that you hear that and you believe that because I mean it. Um, you will not find that I say anything because I, I don't commit to things that I don't do, and I do them with everything that I have to give. So um, I'm in. I'm, I'm all in. Okay. So I am a supporter of Kiki Thomas, and uh, you will be seeing my contribution and my donation uh, monetarily. Um, I believe that I, you know, gave time and everything, but I want give of my substance, of financial substance to you. And whatever I can do, I can encourage you to let you know and to tell you, make sure to tell your parents thank you, your mom and your dad, say thank you to them. Because there are so many young people who did not and will not get that. And, um, And just imagine that shortage that we are going to be experiencing in the future if the 
other 149,000 had their parents or somebody come alongside of them and encourage them and motivate them and show them that that support and to believe in them and say, you know, you don't want to do life as hard as we've had to do life. You want to do life better than what we've done. Can you imagine that that gap would be closed? But if that gap does not get closed, I feel confident and I'm comfortable in knowing that you are going to be a part of that group that's going to be doing all that they can do to make up the difference for those uh, deficits that we have, okay? So I have a song, as soon as I I thought about you, and and I hope that um, you hear the words of the song and not who's delivering the song, because this is Whitney Houston, and I want to play this song for you, and I'm dedicating this song to you. And the reason why I'm dedicating this song to you is because um, you have to love yourself enough to give yourself the very, very best that you can possibly give yourself, okay? And Whitney Houston achieved some very, very great things. She had a tragic end, but she achieved some very, very great things. So with her, with her lesson um, of... I read uh, what was it, um, some information on the Internet, some recent information that was released that I had not heard um, in January where Oprah did an interview of Whitney's mom and her older brother. And her older brother confessed to being the person who turned Whitney on to drugs and to supplying her and enabling her throughout her lifetime. And when... He said, he says, I'm here, but I'm not alive. And if you, you know, looked at that episode and you saw his face, and it's out on YouTube, and you saw his face, and he's so swollen and everything, and it's just like, that is not the same person. Um, It's not the same person. I mean, he did not get in the grave physically with her, but he, he really, like he said, he says, I'm here, but I'm not alive. So, um, is this show happens to end up into the hands of Michael Houston. We are praying for you, and we want you to know that there is hope and there is forgiveness. God is a forgiving God, and I hope that you will seek that forgiveness, and I hope that you will accept that forgiveness, and I hope that you will find peace and purpose for your life because who knows? Um, you may be on the end of a young woman like this who is going to have to administer Trauma care to you. So we aren't hoping for you to have a tragic end as your sister did. But I want to play this song by Whitney Houston. And the title of the song is The Greatest Love. And I want you just to bypass the end of Whitney and realize that you can press past her in and see the future. Okay? Okay.
that was Whitney Houston, the greatest love of all, and Kiki, I dedicate that to you. And um, I hope that when you find yourself in that place, that you will find strength, she says, um, in love. But love is God, and God is love. So that strength that I hope to use, that you will find, that strength that God, only God can give you the strength to not just achieve, but to be sustained. You know, it's like, um, if I could say this, it's like Whitney had the gifts, she had the talent, she had everything. And she had the staying power, but she wasn't sustained. And she was um, destroyed from within. That's, that's the only way that I can put that and, and to put it kindly, is that she was destroyed from within. While some people thought she was being destroyed from without, she was being destroyed from within. And this is why I say to you that there are going to be some people that you have to let go of. There are going to be some people who will come alongside of you who mean you well and some who won't mean you well. You have to know the difference and you have to be very discerning. You have to be very selective about who you take on this journey with you, okay? Because if Whitney was destroyed from within her own camp, can you imagine how painful that is to know that sometimes it's not always the people on the outside who come along to try to derail us. Sometimes it's people on the inside. But you can't let that be your story. That's her story. The song encouraged me. The song moved me when I first heard it. It still moved me. Her end is tragic, but do you know that this song was not written by Whitney? It was written by another woman who was battling cancer. So I, I, this, this song, I want you to understand, there was a, a man and a woman who wrote this song and basically allowed Whitney to sing this song. And one of the writers of this song passed away, not as Whitney did because of drugs, but because she lost her fight with cancer. So I think that this song is appropriate even the more for you because you wanting to enter into the medical profession, you want to make a difference in somebody's life who is coming and presenting with trauma and presenting with a body that's being ravaged by disease and you want to make a difference and give somebody, as you said, that second chance. Okay. So just remember that whenever you think about that song, whenever you hear that song, remember that one of the writers of that song wrote that song because of what they were going through while they were battling cancer. And they hoped that they would not succumb to it, but they did. Okay? So when you're out there being a surgeon to someone, who is possibly in a similar situation, remember that song, the person who wrote that song, that you could be that doctor that comes up with an innovation, comes up with a concept, comes up with a procedure that may be able to give a person who is in a similar situation as this woman a second chance, okay? All right? So we're not going to focus on tragedy of Whitney, but I want you to focus on the 
co-author of this song. And remember that when you are there and you have the ability to give someone a second chance, you are probably doing more to honor that woman who wrote this song than you could possibly imagine, okay? So that's why I wanted to give you the history behind that song because I don't want you to be um, a tragic end. I don't want you to be a tragic story. I don't want you to succumb to the forces from within and without because if you love yourself and you keep yourself and you realize that one of the biggest things that I've seen is that when a young woman has the potential to achieve and to rise is for young boys or young men or whatever wanting to see if they can divert and destroy and delay. And and I I, I think that that is so demonic and it is so um, destructive. And so I pray for you that the hands of God will always lead and guide you and, and direct you and protect you and preserve you and keep you safe from those who would prey on you and those who would divert you and those who would come to uh, keep you from attaining and achieving what it is that you want to achieve. This lady's name, um, I want to say, is Josephine Creed, um, who wrote this song. And I'm just going to, you know, tell you that um, I just, I'm serious, I'm really, really moved right now and... My heart is really full, and I want you to just, um, I want you to do everything that's in your heart to do, okay? And I want you to do it with such pizzazz and such style and such fervor and such tenacity that when people talk about you in the future, talk about you now, that they will say she did more than what was required. She did more than what was required. And the lady's name who co-wrote this song, her name was Linda Creed, C-R-E-E-D, Linda Creed, okay? So um, as a doctor, you have the opportunity to access things like that, you know. So perhaps you can access some historical uh, records about her case. I don't know. But um, be motivated, be inspired, um, be encouraged, be strengthened, um, and know that we're going to be that caboose. We're going to be there, and uh, we're going to do all that we possibly can do to make sure that you don't just get stuck on top of the mountain, but you go over the mountain and you get your destination, you unpack, and you have the strength to hang up your shingle and say we're open for business, okay? Okay. All right. So do you have anything else that you want to share with our audience? Um, i just like to thank the audience so much for supporting me, even if you don't make a donation and you just, share the information to the link, then that's still helping me in the long run. So I'd like to thank you guys so much for helping me achieve my dreams and for being there for me and for giving me another motivation to pursue 
a career in medicine and hopefully one day save lives. All right, and you shall do that. Okay. So what's the website that they need to go to to make a contribution to your campaign? Kiki Thomas at evenbright.com. Okay, Kiki Thomas dot eventbright.com. Okay, Kiki Thomas at eventbright.com. You had it right the first time. Duh. Kiki Thomas at eventbright.com. I am just like, my mind is is just, I'm thinking about things that I can do and things that I want to make sure other people do. Um, Please, 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 when you share that um, link to you know what? Hello. Let's make a correction real quick. So I pulled it up. It's kikithomas.eventbrite.com. K-I-K-I-thomas.eventbrite.com. Okay? So k-i-k-i-thomas.eventbrite.com. All right. So now we're both um, on point with this. So I'm at the campaign website, and I want to tell you that when you come to the website, you're going to see information um organizer information on the right-hand side. You're going to see ticket information at the top, and it's going to ask you to select a date to attend. Okay, this is an online event. It's a fundraising event. You are not physically going anywhere, but basically what you're going to do is just choose one of the dates. Okay, and when you choose one of the dates, um, you're going to click on the register button. Okay, and when you click on the register button, it's going to take you to the PayPal processing, okay? And then at that point, it's going to ask you either for your uh, email address as a current PayPal user or if you don't have PayPal, it will allow you to use your email address and make a donation as send you a receipt, okay, for the uh, donation that you made. And, again, the five Nobel Peace Prize winners, they are Dr. Bruce Butler, Dr. Susan Lindquist, Dr. Thomas A. Sykes, Dr. Martin Chalfie, and Dr. Craig Mello. All right? So when you come out to this show page, you're going to see a link for the Congress of Future Medical Leaders that will give you some more information about the Congress that has, um, you know, putting on this event and sponsoring this scholarship. You're going to see a link to this radio show, and you're also going to see a link to her press release, okay? So all of these things are things that you can copy or you can just simply forward the URL to com in your email, and it will have everything that anyone needs in order to make a donation to listen to the show, to download the show, to share the show, whatever. So basically, if you will just come to kikithomas.eventbrite.com, everything that you need, there are even graphics out here that you can save and download and pass around um, to uh, anyone, or you can basically just print this page. Do a print of this page, and it will let you do an email. So it's got an email link up here. You can email it and invite people to come out here. If you're on LinkedIn, you can share it on your LinkedIn page. If you've got a Twitter account, you can tweet it. If you've got a Facebook account, you can like it on your Facebook page, okay? And if you need to contact the organizer, 
click on contact the organizer. So everything that you need in order to make a difference, come alongside of this young woman, Kiki Thomas, a future medical doctor, um, in trauma care, intensive care, it's all here, right here. Just you can come to one place, and that what is that place again, Kiki? Kiki Thomas is dot even dot com. Okay, all right. So um, all lines are clear. If there is anyone who would like to ask a question, we see we have um, guests in the chat room. If you have any questions for Kiki or comments for Kiki, please uh, feel free to type in the question and I will ask her that question or give her that comment. Or if you'd like to call in and make a comment on the show live, please call 646-929-1800. We have exactly 19 minutes left in the show. And if you have questions or comments, please call into the show at 646-929-1800 or type in your chat uh, room comment or question, and I will post that question or comment to Kiki. So, again, Kiki, I want to basically ask you that after um, now, I think, have you already gotten out of school for the school year? Um, no, we get out on the 7th of June. The 7th of June, okay. I know that you're doing volunteer work, and you don't have to you know, tell us precisely, but I know that you've been doing some volunteer work at uh, one of the local hospitals, okay. Um, and basically, during the summer, what are your, do you have a lot of volunteer things going on during the summer while you're out, or are you going to summer school, or what? Well, hopefully I will... Um volunteer more at this one place here in Dallas that they send homeless children and they basically give them an education. I think it's amazing. And last time I went, I was very impressed with the children and I was very happy to see them happy. So hopefully I'll volunteer there more. And I'm also planning on getting a job this summer just because I've never had one and I've always wanted to have like a little job, and also I want to help pay for my own car. Um, that's pretty much it. Okay. All right, y'all out there. Okay, she said that she's going to get a job. She's going to be volunteering. She's going to pay for her own car. Well, you know what? I know somebody out here listening, you know, um, you can hook her up with a car, a very good, reliable car. You can hook her up with a car. Okay. Not saying that I don't want her to work, okay, that's not what I'm saying. But um I know that there are people out there who have connections like that. Um, if you are one of those people and you want to do that, okay, you can click on contact the organizer on the fundraising campaign page, okay? Or you can send me a message through my show page, or you can send me a message to my email address for my show and simply put it to radio at patriciaadamslive.com. So anybody listening and you've got an extra car that's in great condition, we'll take it from you gladly, okay? So she can get to work, whatever. I just know that 
whatever it is that you can do. See, you know, maybe a light bulb came on for some of you because you're thinking, you know what, I don't have any direct funds. I really am, you know, got, I've got a lot going on. I don't have a whole lot of time to do a whole lot of anything else, you know, but I do have this car sitting here that I've been wondering why I haven't gotten rid of it sooner. Okay, so hello. We've got a need for a car. You got a need to get rid of a car, not just a clunker. You got a need to get rid of a car that's in very good condition that would be safe for this young lady to drive. Guess what? We'll accept your car. That's so simple. We help each other out. It's a circle of life. Supply and demand, supply and demand. So let's see, what else? What else we got going on? Um, just pretty much preparing for junior year. I'll be taking a lot of advanced classes, as you saw in the schedule, and I've already started buying books to study, and I'm just going to prepare myself for. Uh, another year of intensive work okay. and studying. Um, I guess, you know, you'll also be doing some preparation and everything for the Congress, too. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, anybody out there and you've got that car that you've been looking for an outlet and you've been looking for a cause or a great person to give it to, we will help you make that happen, Okay. So your time is valued, your money is valued, your um, vehicle donation is valued, all of that is valued. You know, I know that sometimes we give cars so many different places and things like that, and you really don't know who gets that car, or you really don't truly know um, how that all turns out. But this is a great cause here, Kate, and we are just excited to do all that we can do right now. So I want you to just say something to your parents, your mom and your dad, okay? Say it, you know, say something to your mom and then say something to your dad, and that way they will have it. Uh, I know you said what they did to help move you to this place and how they've been there and everything, but... Give them some word flowers, if you would, okay? Okay. Well, to my mom, I thank her for always being there for me when I need her to be. I thank her for being a role model when it comes time to a profession. I thank her for providing me with a house and food in my stomach and a roof over my head and all the other necessities. I thank her for doing even just little miscellaneous things like getting my nails done or taking me to buy new shoes. And I'd like to thank my dad for also always being there for me, for pushing me in the right direction and for wanting me to be the best that I could possibly be. And I want to thank him for really opening my eyes to the reality of life and how hard it's going to be if you don't go and get a good education. And to the both of them, thanks for 
being my parents, I couldn't have asked for anyone better. Thank you, Dr. Thomas, for coming by the show. Thank you for giving me the honor of interviewing you and um, putting our support behind this show. We definitely have a door open for you here. If there's something that you need to share, something a need that you need to express, please let us know about it so that we can get the word out for you, okay? And, okay, thank you so much for letting me. Oh, my, it's been my pleasure, absolutely my pleasure. So um, we are coming up on the final 10 minutes of the show, and we have extended an opportunity to our guests who are listening to call into the show at 646-929-1800 and ask questions, give comments, give encouragement, give motivation, uh, inspiration, anything that you would like to share with our special guest, uh, Dr. Kiki Thomas, and um, just share some love, show some love. In the chat room, uh, I see you in the chat room, okay? got any questions or comments, please uh, share your questions or comments and let us know what your thoughts are and what your plans are. You know, have we moved you to tears? Have we moved you to act? Have we moved you to be that caboose? Have we moved you to get on the train? Have we moved you to be, a, you know, a major part of the train? Whatever, we want you to let make something happen, okay? And the web address for her fundraising campaign is kkthomas.eventbrite.com. Say it with me, Kiki. What is it? kkthomas.eventbrite.com. There you go. So this has been this has been great. This has been great, and I feel like we've gotten the word out, and just know that like when five minutes after the show, and maybe even sooner than five minutes after the show, go to the link that I sent out and click on that, and it will bring you to the MP3. Download it onto your phone so that when you're out and about, you can share the show with your friends, your teachers, um, your mentors, and other people to get them motivated. You know, when you go to get your nails done, when you go to the salon or whatever, now share the link with them, you know, the uh, fundraising campaign link and the show link so that they can make something happen, okay? And um, I know that while you are working and saving money and getting that car and all of that, I know that your parents are going to be coming alongside of you and continuing to do what they've been doing to get you to this place. So I know that you are in very good hands. So most definitely, um, shout out to mom, shout out to dad. Thank you so much for this young lady and for allowing her to be on our show. It has been indeed our pleasure and our honor, and we so look forward to the future ahead uh, for Kiki and all that she does for herself, for her family, and for her friends. And we cannot imagine how proud she must be to know that this is your child. This is your baby. 
that you gave birth to, and she is absolutely, um, I think Maya Angelou has a poem called Phenomenal Woman. She's a phenomenal woman right now, and she has a great future ahead of us. So we here at Patricia Adams Live throw our support totally and completely behind her and behind her endeavors and her campaign and anything that we can do um, in the future and beyond. We hope to be able to make that happen for you, okay? Thank you so much. All righty. So um, if there are no other comments or questions from the listening audience and nobody wants to call in and say anything, I know you don't want to call in because it's probably all fine. So when you get done crying, dry your eyes and go make a donation to geekythomas.eventbrite.com. Get the word out. Send the show URL out. Tweet it. Post it. Whatever it is you do, wherever social media you have, LinkedIn, um, what is it, StumbleUpon, whatever you have, like it on Facebook, email it. Tweet it, holler, send it out, grab the graphics, print it, forward it, whatever you can do. If you don't have money, give us some time and get the word out, okay? And if you have money, we want that too. (laughs) And if you have that car that she needs, we want that too. And if you think that you are going to want to make an ongoing contribution, the campaign is going to be open indefinitely, okay? So you can make a donation once, you can make a donation twice, you can make a donation three times, you can make a donation every week, every day, every month, however you want to make it, just make a contribution, okay? So, again, this has been Nikki Thomas a future medical doctor who has been nominated um, to go to the Congress of Future Medical Leaders in Washington, D.C. in February. And if you want to know more about the organization that is basically putting this event together, go to Future Docs, Future Docs, F-U-T-U-R-E-D-O-C-S dot com. And it will give you so much detailed information about this program and how they go through the selection process. And remember that um, I told you that in my going out and looking at this information, all she needed was a 3.5 GPA, potential leadership, um, and everything else that the teacher saw in her. But she was a 4.7 GPA. She's in the top 15% of her class right now and climbing. Okay? So, hello. Don't you want to make sure that she does not have the burden of figuring out how she's going to pay for a half million dollar education after it's over? I'm telling you, you know, get those gray cells moving. Get that brain moving. 
you know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody who may just have a full ride, okay? We want that $185,000 scholarship that they are all awarding out, and I believe that she is totally positioned and poised to be able to go and compete. I have no doubt about that, but that still leaves us with almost $400,000, okay? That still needs to be accounted for, and that alone is not, you know, that's not all of the expenses, okay? So basically, um, we need your help. We need your support. We need it now, we need it later, and we need it in the future. So get on the train, make a difference, make a contribution of your time, your money, your time and your money, your time, your money, and a car, whatever, okay? Send an email to me, radio at Patricia Adams Live, with any information that you have on making some type of a donation other than through the campaign. Uh, again, if you are another radio host and you want to get in touch with her and you want to interview her on your show and help promote the campaign, again, contact me at radio at patriciaadamslive.com or send me a message through the show page or send a message through the organizer page on the fundraising campaign page, which is kikithomas.eventbrite.com. Okay? So we are about to come up on the final three minutes of the show, and we, again, want to say thank you to Kiki. Thank you to Kiki's parents um, for allowing her to be on the show and to tell us about her aspirations and her dreams. And to her friends and family and her loved ones and her associates, we thank you so much for being supportive of her. And we know that you're going to be there for her because we don't want to have uh, someone coming up on the family side saying, I should have done more to protect her. I should have done more to be there for her. We are charging you and we are expecting you, friends and family, and those who are around her, keep her safe. Keep her safe, keep her focused, keep her on the direct path to so bury the seed into her life and to make sure that you are not a hindrance, that you're not a part of the problem, but you are a part of the solution, okay? So as you go, go in God's care, go in God's grace and God's mercy, and we will see you again, on Patricia Adams Live, where we discuss life's difficult topics. Thank you again so much, Kiki, for being on the show. Okay? And thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. My book, A Child's Rights Violated, Her Terrors and Traumas, shares my voice to my childhood difficulties, and my other books share my voice of response to my childhood difficulties. Find links in the show notes or go to patriciaadamslive.com to be taken to online retailers. If you are in distress currently and need immediate help, call 911. And you can also reach out to the National Hotline for Child Abuse at one 800 child 
crisis counselors are available. As we close the show, remember, temporary difficulties end and your response to them determine how you live life after your difficulties. So respond well and live. Tweet about the show on Twitter at Pat Adams Live and comment to our Facebook page at the bottom of the show page. Follow us on the show page to receive notices of the next airing. If you have questions, comments, want to be a guest, topic requests, let me know. Fill out the contact form on PatriciaAdamsLive.com. Thanks for listening. That's the show. Until next time, take care and watch for more from the Patricia Adams Live show. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.